The Joker by Scott Leopold, Chapter 17, Journal Entry. It wasn't long before Cy discovered the holes in my bedroom. It all started one Sunday morning when I was visiting my mother in Beech Grove. My mom had done a great job of keeping Cy out of my room and the holes in my walls a secret. But I made a careless mistake. My friend Tim was waiting for me to go dirt bike riding at the park, and I was in such a hurry to have a good time, I left one of Cy's wrenches in the driveway. It rained that night, and by Sunday morning, it was rusty. When Cy found it, he confronted me, but my mother started in on him about how he wasn't helping out with the kids enough. He tried his best not to argue, but he let loose when she picked his last nerve. The screaming and fighting roared throughout the house like thunder. Crying kids soon accompanied the adult screaming. I retreated to my room, hoping to become invisible. I took quiet steps everywhere I went that day, avoiding both my mother and Cy. After hours of arguing, my mother took my brother and sister and left the house. I'm not sure why she didn't take me. I was so elusive my mother must have forgotten I was even there. When my mother got frustrated with Cy, past his breaking point, he went straight to the kitchen, plopped down at the table, and crawled into a bottle of booze. Then he erupted into a rage. Things he might have overlooked on any other day became a personal crime against him. I was always the first outlet for his madness. Then Cy remembered finding the rusty wrench. Hiding in my room, I could hear his rage building. God damn it! Every fucking time, he started. Then I heard his heavy footsteps approaching my room. My light was off. I had made sure of that. I hoped he would think I was asleep and just go away. The sound of his movements paused. Then I heard them move closer, becoming louder. I could feel my gut retch as each of Sai's footsteps pounded like a drum in my chest. I lay still, squeezing my eyelids shut. Then the door flew open. Sai blinded me with the click of the light. I closed my eyes, just a slit, enough to track his movements. He staggered around. Then I felt his stare burn a hole into me as if I lay on the dirty mattress on the floor. What the fuck is your problem, boy? I pretended I was asleep and didn't hear him. How many goddamn times have I told you to take care of my tools? I was breathing so heavy I couldn't answer. I know you can hear me. You better answer me. I'll give you an ass whipping you'll never forget. Catching my breath, I begged him for forgiveness. I'm sorry I didn't mean to forget the wrench. I'll never do it again. Yeah, you say that every time. You're sorry. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? You need to take better care of my tools. I shouldn't let you use them at all. I'm sorry, Cy. It was an accident. Suddenly the posters in the room caught his attention. What's this shit? Why the hell would you bring this shit in my house? Cy squinted his eyes at a poster that was peeling off the wall. I saw it at the same time. What the fuck is this? Cy yelled 
as he walked toward the poster and pulled it off the wall. It stunned him when he saw the hole it covered. He exploded into a fury of craziness, real craziness. Moving like a bull moose, he crossed the room and jerked me off the mattress by my hair. Then he dragged me to the wall where the hole was. He smashed my head into the wall, causing a cloud of dust to fill the room. I choked on the debris. Dropping me to the floor, he stomped on my face, then pulled down more of the posters. Seeing more holes, he went right over the edge of sanity. What the fuck is your problem? What makes you think you can put holes in my walls? You don't live here. This isn't your fucking house. He then picked me up by my shirt collar and threw me across the room. I was in a daze, my ears ringing from the blow to my head. He continued to pull down posters until he revealed the bare, broken walls. He grabbed me again by the hair and smashed my face into the wall. The drywall dust mingled with the blood that was running down my face. I gasped for air, fighting to get away. I think this excited him. Turning me toward him, he punched me in the face with his huge fist. My nose exploded, blood flying in all directions. He hit me again in the mouth, splitting both corners wide open. Suddenly, with tornado-like force, he threw me on the mattress, then flipped off the light and walked out. When you get beat like, like that, you feel no pain. Instead, everything goes fuzzy, and all you can hear is the ringing noise in your head. So I hadn't knocked me out, but I couldn't think. Gradually, I regained my senses. I shook uncontrollably. I tried to push myself up, but my arms were too weak. Then he was back. This time he didn't bother to turn on the light. Walking slowly to the end of the dirty mattress where I lay, he stood in silence. I could smell the stench of liquor oozing from his pores. I closed my eyes tightly, expecting another beating. When it didn't come, I opened my eyes with trepidation. You worthless piece of shit, he shouted. Grabbing me by the back of my head, he pulled me to my knees. Shaking me violently, he yelled, You piece of shit! He smacked my face with his other hand. Looking up at him in a daze, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He reached into his pocket and removed a knife and held it to my throat. I should fucking kill you, he said. Sai's eyes were as dark as coal cylinders. I remember thinking to myself this was the end. I didn't care. I was ready to leave this fucking hell. Kill me, I screamed. I was no longer afraid. I didn't give a fuck. Part of me wanted to die. I think my sudden confidence startled him. He put his knife away and let me go. I fell to the floor. I could feel his sweat dripping on my leg. Breathing heavily, he stopped to catch his breath. He then pulled off his belt, creating a loop with the worn leather. He pulled it together with force, making a loud popping sound. Smack! Smack! He did this several times, I think to intensify the moment. Picking me up from the floor, he threw me face down on the bed. Then he pulled down my pajama pants and beat me with his belt. 
I could feel him losing control. Then Cy unbuttoned his pants and removed his penis. I had no idea what was about to happen. I begged God to make it stop, but he wasn't listening. I was too weak to fight. Looking at the wall in front of me, I saw Cy's silhouette from the light of the moon. I heard him spit into his hand. Then I blacked out. When I woke, I felt a warm liquid zigzagging all over my body. It randomly made its way from my toes to my head. The smell was sour and made me want to gag. I looked up and saw Cy pissing on me. Finishing, he stumbled back and wiped the sweat off his face. I lied motionless on the mattress, now covered in dry blood and drywall dust. My body seemed to float above me. I couldn't move. I felt nothing but shame.